Hi, this is Paul Germain, your host for Smart Voting, and welcome to this session two of a two-part uh, series on things to bear in mind when you're considering off-season boating, spring, early spring and late fall boating. And I'm joined here again today by Walter Riley of the local Power Squadron. Welcome back, Walter. Hi, Paul. Good to be here. Good to see you again. Hey, uh, let's get right into it. We covered some important points the last time in terms of checking the weather, uh, checking float plans, looking at PFDs. You know, let's let's kind of come off the PFD conversation into some things that are related to that, which are strobe lights, personal EPIRBs, and floating VHF radios. These seem to would fit into this off-season boating. Can you help us understand how and why? Sure, Paul. All of those are good ideas. You want to be visible in the water to rescuers on your boat or other boats. And if you're in a remote area, having a personal EPIRB signal for help can be a real lifesaver. Mm -hmm. And recently, they've come out with a floating waterproof VHF radio. Again, another godsend if you're by yourself. Yeah, yeah. So if you're in the water, you need the PFD to keep you afloat, and then these other things help people rescue you. Absolutely. Right. Okay. How about some of these other things? You know, when I look around the boat in the off-season, I, 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 I guess I more clearly see fire extinguishers and things like horns and flares. Where do they fit into this picture? Well, these are U.S. Coast Guard-required uh, basic tools. Fire extinguishers, make sure that they are fully charged and everyone on board knows where they are. Again, in the off-season, you have very little way of help and you might be busy steering the boat with a need of a helping hand. Mm -hmm. Horns, check to make sure they are working. Making a bunch of noise on the water can alert people to the fact that things aren't quite right. Mm -hmm. And flares, of course, these are always important, but check their expiration dates. Are they still in service? Remind yourself and others both where they are and how to operate them. Okay, so these can be key pieces in this whole scenario. Absolutely. Okay. How about anchors? You know, I have two anchors. I have what they call a lunch hook, and then I have a main anchor. And the main anchor is actually a hurricane-sized anchor. And, and I oftentimes try to pay a little more attention to the anchors in the off-season. Is that a smart move? Yes, it sounds obvious, and it is, but check that anchor. Does everyone know where it is? Is the line in good shape? Is there enough line? In off-season, with bigger swells, you might need more scope to help keep you off the rocks until help arrives, which could be some time. Right, right, yeah. Not many people out there that time of year. How about, um, you know, I've, I've got an inboard-outboard in my boat, and uh, it seems like uh, oftentimes things will loosen up over the season. So is it a good idea to recheck the fittings and the hoses and all this different stuff? A very good idea, Paul. Over the summer, you know, hose clamps can come loose, belts can get frayed, corrosion can get on the electrical connections. Any of these can cause your off-season boating to come to a very abrupt and problematic halt. To avoid this, look the engine over more frequently. Tighten those screws and bolts. Mm -hmm. Check the belts, hoses, and wiring connections. Mm -hmm. Make sure the bilge pumps are working correctly and aren't clogged up with summer debris. Okay, yeah, good points. How about, you know, uh, I find that the, you know, I got rougher seas there in the off season, the spring and the fall, and the boat ends up bouncing around a lot. And it makes me start to think about 
my dependency on good, clean fuel filters and a strong cooling system. Are these things for boaters to keep an eye on of the off season? You're right, Paul. These are issues, and anything a boater can do to ensure they are up to snuff, especially in the off season, is smart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and in line with this whole fuel filter thing, of course, we have to have a fuel supply, gas in the tank, if you will. And I've noticed that a lot of the docks close early or aren't open in the normal hour. So. Uh, well, how do you approach this sort of situation? Well, Paul, in the off-season, the fuel docks typically have reduced hours, so you have to plan ahead. Don't give in to the temptation of heading out without absolute certainty of having enough fuel to get to your destination. And maybe keep a third in reserve in case that fuel dock that you are planning on is not available. Right. Good point. Yeah. How about tools? You know, a lot of... Marine engines, like all engines, have become more reliable over recent years, and, and I think people are actually less knowledgeable in terms of how to fix them, necessarily so. But is it a good idea to have a few tools on board? That's right. Since there are so few boaters around and help could take some time to arrive, it's best to be able to take a shot at the solution. Mm -hmm. Some basic tools might include a hammer, some screwdrivers, some wire cutters, some electrical tape, and a good flashlight. Everyone can likely spot a leaking hose clamp or a frayed belt, especially with a good light. And it's good to have thought about that sort of thing in advance and have some spares on board. Okay. All right. Well, you know, the last thing that kind of occurs off the top of my head on this very important topic is, is navigational tips. I know personally I give myself a little bit more room around the rocks than I do in the summer. What, what, what should people bear in mind in terms of navigation in these off-season times? Yes. Giving yourself more room is smart. Remember, if you get into trouble, it can spiral out of control before help arrives in the off months. Take a second glance at your charts, re-familiarize yourself with underwater obstacles, and keep a heads up when entering channels and inlets. Sand can shift dramatically in the off months, substantially reducing normal channel sizes. All right, good point. Well, Walter, uh, that's it for today. I think we've hopefully pointed out some useful points to people, and, and thank you very much for joining me. Well, first, thanks for having me, Paul. I always enjoy talking about how boaters can have fun on the water safely. And second, education is an important thing for boaters, and the United States Power Squadron provides courses in everything from navigation, engine maintenance, and weather. And many of them are in the winter when there's nothing else to do. Perfect. Thank you, Walter. Thank you.